Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, you go away. It's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. She's my mal pal. She's your mal pal. She's the... What's your official title? Associate producer. Associate producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Texas Hash- and, and And Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Yeah, too. that's kind of... It's a, both. Yeah, I guess. It's both. Yeah. Uh, hashtag I demand Hartley. It's Mallory Hartley. President of TikTok. President of TikTok. <laughs> that's honestly, yeah. Hey guys. The Prime Minister like of that. TikTok. The pro- okay, yeah, that's what we decided on yesterday was Prime Minister. The Prime Minister of, of TikTok. I'm not at President level Do we have yet. people in the comments saying I demand Hartley? <sighs> Yeah, I told you. I knew I could counter you, nerds. Well done. <laughs> Today Don't like that. is Tuesday, August 30th, 2022, 86 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Mikael Bridges. Nice. Basketball. It's son's great, mm-hmm. although he lost to Luca in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the Washington He sure did. That's right. That's right. Episode 1,448? 46. Close. Almost. It just all runs together. On today's show, folks, we're going to dive into the numbers of week one of Texas high school football. Dive into the numbers a little bit. Then we're going to unveil the uh, First National Bank of Omaha Impactful Leadership Award. Then we'll be joined by Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, who joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. We'll announce the uh, Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. We'll unveil the Texan Live Plays of the Week. And then... We'll round it out with the coach of the weekend final thoughts. So we've got a big show today. Mega, mega Tuesday, as they're calling it. Lots. It's, it's t- t- terrific. T- Titanic to Titanic Tuesday. All right. Do we first four through the door, Mallory? We sure do. It was <laughs> Don't look at me like Nick that. Morton, Just Chad, Ace, and Terry Crawford. Welcome in, fellas. That's coach. Yeah. Terry Crawford. Coach. Abbott, 1 0. Big game this week against the number one team in the private school, six man ranks, fourth Covenant Classical. Good luck, coach. All right, Mal Pal. Week one of the Texas high school football season is behind us. Upon it's it's gone. We did it. It's gone. That's it. Maybe we should just end it there. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. All right, good season, guys. <laughs> Bye. We're gonna take the rest of the year off. <laughs> but uh, you know, and 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 there were seven hundred and something games in week one, and and I don't expect you to have caught up with everything. I don't. But 
here's a good way that we can catch up together. And we're going to do this every Tuesday on TexasFootball.com. But today, because we don't have a college football segment because we're running in college football. There was one. Totally ruining the entire produce, producing. Of this, like, the, just, like this is how we book the show. There was one game. There was one game. Do you want to talk about that? I was there. Do you have like one word you'd like to say? There it is. Um, <laughs> but we're going to dive into the numbers of Texas high school football uh, into what happened in week one of the Texas high school football season. Let's go ahead and throw up the graphic. And let's take a look at, at what we got cooking here. So I put this together. Good job. Look at it. See all it actually looks really good. Look at all don't, don't patronize me. <laughs> it looks great. No, that's a good graphic. TikTok queen. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about teams that are on the rise. Teams that made the biggest one-week rise in the DCTF computer rankings. That would belong to Bay City. The Bay City Black Cats. Yes. Now, 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 Sweeney's not a great team, but Computer was kind of skeptical on Bay City to start the year. They went out and smashed Sweeney in the season opener. They're up 47 spots. Now, you may notice number two is Fourth Chisholm Trail. Fourth Chisholm Trail is up 112 spots. You're wondering, wait, isn't that bigger? Yes, but there's more 6A teams. From a percentage perspective, Bay City rose quicker. But Chisholm Trail beat Dallas uh, Brian Adams 59-7, which really impressed the Computer. And then Morton. How about Morton? Uh, the Indians up 42 spots in 2A Division 2 with their win over Torneo. They're up to number 50 in 2A Division 2. On the other side of the spectrum, you have uh, the team that was victimized by Fort Chisholm Trail. It's Dallas uh, Brian Adams. Uh, they're down 55 spots in 5A Division 2. This was the one that flew under my radar. Springtown. Springtown not just lost to Alvarado. Springtown kind of got drilled by Alvarado. 41-7. to The computer took notes, dropping 38 spots in the 4A Division II computer rankings. And then Houston North Forest. They lost to Houston Waltrip 53-14, to and that dropped them 35 spots in 4A Division I. Those are the teams that rose and fell the most. Who is the highest scoring team in the state in Week 1? Just like we all guessed, it's the team playing their first 11-man game in years. The, it's Water Valley, the Wildcats, hanging 80-burger on Abilene TLC. That's wild. Uh, remember, they were playing six-man football, and they were like a six-man powerhouse. Maybe they just forgot you're not supposed to score that I was going to say, so they're used to just putting up that many points. I, I like to think that they were just like, wait, there's no mercy rule? Yeah. All right, let's let it, let's, <laughs> let's let it go. Rip, you know? <laughs> yeah, they score 80. Uh, Houston Wheatley put up 77 on Houston and Austin at 77 nothing one. And then Fullshear. Fullshear got in a wild shootout. I believe it was the highest scoring game of the week. They beat Strake Jesuits 74-41. to um, Overall, Lord. of the 1,250 UIL teams, just 638 remain unbeaten. Uh, there were 78 shutouts in week one. That's a whole list of where they are, of, of who are the teams that shut uh, shut teams out. Uh, so there were 78 of them. Uh, it, these these bottom two on the bottom left and the bottom right are going to be kind of tough just because it's like averages and we only have one week. Mm-hmm. So the fourth highest scoring team is Willis. They hung 73 and Cameron Yo scored 71 in their opener. On the other side of that, uh, with the defense, top uh, 11 man defenses, uh, 67 teams in 11 man uh, pitch shutouts in week one. Uh, at, we, had, we had four teams. I think this is weird. We had four teams that gave up two points. What? Two Four. points. Two. Atlanta, Houston, Sam Houston, Menard, and Waxahachie gave up two points. And then you had a handful of other teams that gave Safety. up just three, and they're averaging giving up three points. And then there's the upsets. So there in the middle, you'll see shocking in the state. The biggest upsets, according to the DCTF computer. Crockett over Marlin was the big one. 40-point mm-hmm. underdog Crockett beat Marlin. And now part of that comes with a little bit of an asterisk. The computer does not know that Darian Gallette is out. Right? Yeah. So that's part of it. 
they probably if they if the computer had known Darian Galette was out, it may may only be like a thirty six point underdog or something like that. But anyway, Crockett big upset win over over Marlin Hempstead. Uh, that is, I believe. Let me make sure I get this right. I want to say that this is a three A over a um over a five A. Yeah, I believe three A over five A. I believe that's correct. Wow. Um, it is. It's, When's the last time that's happened? Or it, like a, a jump from a classification? It does not you know? happen all that much, but they win 26 to nothing, and they were 38-point uh, underdogs going into the game. Really large, and, and all, over at Austin Northeast. Austin Northeast is nothing like super special, but they're so much bigger than them. And and actually, yeah, it's a 5A Division two team. It's a, a, a Hempstead uh, punching way up and getting the win. And then Hallettsville over Shiner. If it felt like a, an upset, it's because it was. Mm-hmm. Hallettsville was a 29-point dog going into that game, according to the DCTF computer, and they were able to pull out the victory. So there it is, Texas high school football inside the numbers for week one. We're going to do this every week on TexasFootball.com. We probably won't do it on the show every week just because we've got other things to do, especially when college football starts. Mm-hmm. So, but... When you check that on TexasFootball.com, uh, Texas high school football inside the numbers. Uh, Go to track some of those fun little stats and and, and things. I like, like that. that especially it's really especially cool. like like I don't know. I'm always like our computer rankings are. They're useful, but in week one and week two, in a lot of ways, you've got to give it some time to recalibrate. Do you right. know what I mean? Like for example, the computer doesn't has no idea. No idea what to do with Denton Ryan. Like, no idea. Computer's <laughs> completely lost. Has no idea. Because, like, it couldn't fathom them losing a new Broncos, to, right? Yeah, right. Right? The computer, uh, for example, the number one team in 4 Division 2, our computer rankings are going up right after the show on TexasFootball.com for subscribers. The number one team in 4 Division 2 is Quero. Better than Carthage. Mm-hmm. Better than Gilmer. They're all those teams. Quero is number one. Now, Quero may, in fact, be the best team in 4 Division 2, but all the computer knows is that they started off pretty high and they have a super impressive win over El Campo, a state-ranked mm-hmm. El Campo team, in emphatic fashion. Um, and that's what, they, that's what they know. So with a smaller data set, some of the, uh, some of the, the numbers can get a little wonky, a little screwy. Right. uh, Let it all cook, and you can see for uh, and and that's uh, by the way the rankings are how the the computer projections are made. So teams like Crockett uh, make a big leap because they knocked off Marlin, and Marlin made a big drop. And you're gonna see you're gonna see that that number in the middle just start to slowly trickle down as teams. Yeah, last year there were only. Oh yeah, that was my next question. I don't remember how many. I can look this up. Because they're, I mean. Let's see. I don't remember, but as far as UIL teams is concerned, I mean Westlake went undefeated. Shiner went undefeated. Right. Under ten. Uh China Spring went undefeated. Steve there were in UIL there were one, two, three, four, five, five. Oh, five, right? okay. No, six. Westlake, Stevenville, so China Spring, Franklin, Shiner, and Strong. Right. We're the only undefeated team. Strong, that's right, yeah. So yeah. we're at six what was it, six thirty six, six oh. whatever that number on the on there was? That yeah, six thirty eight. Six thirty eight around there. Something then. like that. Uh yeah, six thirty eight. Six thirty eight. Uh, last year we had six, so <laughs> just gonna watch that number fall. Go. That number is only going one way, folks. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fall precipitously too. Yep. So yep. there you go. Texas high school football inside the numbers. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Two magazines a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Mallory... Can I tell you about our friends at First National Bank of Omaha? 
You can. Can I please? Yes. The Dave Campbell's Impactful Leadership Award, presented by First National Bank of Omaha, will recognize 10 influential Texas high school football athletes who are leaders both on and off the field. Uh, this week, we are going out to, uh, we're going to be out at the, uh, we're going to be out at Plano East, yes. I believe. Out at Plano East uh, to honor Elijah Prince as part of the First National Bank Impactful Leadership Award uh, presented by uh, First National Bank of Omaha. We're proud to partner with them once again to honor excellence on and off the field. You can read more about what makes Elijah a great leader at TexasFootball.com. It's the tech, it's a Dave Campbell's Impactful Leadership Award presented by our friends at First National Bank of Omaha honoring Elijah Prince at Plano East High School this week. Congratulations to that young man. And now... A word from our friends at VCR Now. Pickle! Oops. We can try it again. That's not it. Oh, that's, 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 that is not what VCR Now wants. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that- I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody that we could call that knows a lot about high school football? Like, And I need somebody with some bona fides. I need somebody maybe who's, I don't know, won some awards or like is in a Hall of Fame or something like that. Do you, do you know anybody that we could call? Like someone that knows more than you? Yes. I mean, th- that's 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 a low <laughs> bar to clear. I'm not talking about that. But let's, the let's best raise of the, the best? Bar, raise the best bar even the higher. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Do we have somebody who's ways? Call? Isn't it two's ways? Uh, not is... you too. Let's go to the hotline, Mallory, and let's bring in the Hall of Famer himself, the Texas High Football Hall of Famer, the voice of the Texas Longhorns. You can hear him on the horn in Austin every weekday. It's our friend Craig Way. Mr. Way, how does today find you? Is the reason that you were throwing out all of those compliments there because you added the additional spirit? knowledge and intellect of one Mallory Hartley. Yes. That, no. that, that's that's exactly why. That's, that's Absolutely why. not. That's precisely why. Um, all right. So, so Craig, now we've had a little bit of time to let the dust settle on week one. And, and I, I know that in the moment there on week one on Friday night, I kind of looked around and I was like, man, you know, week one's always a little bit to coin a phrase, crazy town, banana pants. But this one felt even like, I, w- I wouldn't say the craziest, but certainly I would say above average. Now that the dust has settled, where do you fall on what we saw in week one vis-a-vis maybe what we expected? Uh, a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I mean, I, uh, the, the, some, I think every time we saw a brand name uh, either push to the limit or lose, 
somebody else would come out with another tweet on all any of a number of social media sites that we might follow or folks that we might follow on Twitter where they were saying, when's the last time that Shiner and Refurio lost on the same night? When's the last time that Shiner, Refurio, and Alito lost on the same night? When's the, you know, and on and on and on. And it went on. When's the last time Shiner, Refurio, Alito, and Denton Ryan all lost on the same weekend? You know, that, that kind of thing. So that made it a little bit wonky. But then I think you just circle back to week one. I mean, we've seen some some spooky results from week one from teams that then turned around and went on and won state championships. So uh, I don't, you know, I have always leaned toward trying not to be too much a prisoner of the moment on week one, but it's hard not to do because we're all swept up in the excitement of getting the whole thing underway. So it's understandable. Yeah, but, I think that's it. it. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I understand. I think that we're all, like, because we're all, like, really excited about week one, oh, man, it's, it's here, finally, like, we, we want to, I think we want to get swept up, we want, we want to allow that to happen, but it's, it's a lot harder, a lot easier said than done, um, so uh, I'm, I'm very, very interested to, to see how week two shakes out. There's a couple of uh, individual results that I want to, um, I want to particularly ask you about. One of them is... What happened down in, in, in Austin? And that is what we saw with Dripping Springs getting the win over Austin Vandegrift. Um, I made the point on your show uh, earlier today that I think that says more about Dripping Springs than it says about Vandegrift. Am I, do, do you disagree with that? Because I feel like what this says to me is, all right, Dripping Springs, which is an excellent 5A team, is ready for primetime in 6A. I agree. And, and 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 some folks may ultimately point to it down the road and say, well, really and truly, how ready were they when they still have to play Westlake and Lake Travis and district play, yada, yada, yada. It goes on a good force. And I don't even think you could take the true measure of how good Dripping Springs might be this year based on the fact that they still have to deal with those two. And by the way, as you know, Lake, Lake Travis also took a hit, which you called, you said would, would probably happen in week one. Uh, against Arlington Martin. Now, I don't think anybody expected Bo Edmondson not to play. It was a back injury that happened during the practice week. I had Hank Carter on my show this morning, mm -hmm. and Hank said he's made progress, mm. but he wasn't quite ready to say that Bo would be ready for that huge matchup they have at Steel this week. So we'll see with regard to that. But back to what you're saying about Drift, Galen Zimmerman's been building this program. He knows uh, the coaches in this area. These kids know each other very well. Mm -hmm. uh, Lake Travis... Uh, before the Lake Travis School District came into being in the early 70s, all Lake Travis and Lakeway kids went to drip. They were in the dripping uh, ISD. So, uh, you know, these families have grown up for the past couple of uh, the, the past couple of go arounds, generations, knowing one another very well. Same thing with Westlake. You know, there, people had said that uh, Lake Travis was the new Westlake. Then they said Vandegrift was the new Lake Travis. So does that mean that drip is the new Vandegrift? I don't know. I think it's all kind of intertwined with one another. Totally the correct way. The Texas High School Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. All right, then let's – and I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball here because this is another result that I think is hard to parse from week one. And that is uh, what St. John Bosco did to Allen in 52-14. to 14. Uh, Of course, St. John Bosco, the number one team in the state – or I'm sorry, number one team in the nation, I should say. They don't play in the state. They're from California. But obviously playing under under different rules. I'm not trying to minimize what they what they do. They're obviously an incredible football team, but they are not a Texas high school ball team that plays under UIL guidelines or anything like that. At the same time, Allen was functionally non-competitive in this game. 
Um, how much, if any, stock do you put in what we saw at Allen Eagle Stadium on Friday night with regards to the homestanding Allen Eagles? Well, the knee-jerk thing might be, especially where the Texas high school football fans' feelings might have been uh, just a little bit hurt, <laughs> is to say, okay, file this under Duncanville Modern Day, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing, because when you're playing a, a football factory that recruits, yada, 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 you're going to have that kind of problem when it comes in to do it. And, and I do think there's a large measure and thread of truth to that. Now, only time is going to tell if the adjustment time that it takes for Lee Wigginson to get that program completely back to the level that we got accustomed to seeing over the past decade with Allen remains to be seen. Uh, do I think they're better than that? Yeah. Yeah, they are. And, and, and that's why, again, try not to overreact too much by the same token. When you lose by 38 at home and you're Allen, uh, it, it wouldn't matter if you were, you know, playing the Rams or playing mm-hmm. somebody else. It's going to draw some attention to that uh, more about because how many times do we hear coaches say week one's got to be more about us than about the opponent? Well, St. John Bosco, because they are so good, did kind of make it more about Allen because of the way they dominate. doesn't mean that, that, that uh, as you like to say, don't kick dirt on Allen just yet. I know you're not, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it does raise the eyebrows a bit. I will say this. Houston C.E. King comes to Allen this week, and I am interested. That one, because Houston mm-hmm. C.E. King looked excellent in week one. They, they drilled Crosby. So, you know, maybe two, two uh, a collision course of two teams that may be meeting in the middle here in that matchup. We're talking with Craig Wayne. How about, this, yeah, how about the, uh, the, this greater Houston area thing, you know, of, of going to Allen? You know, Atascocita, Dickinson, I mean, schools like that, they, they don't seem to mind the roadie up I-45. I do wonder, I, that, that's an interesting point you bring up, because I wonder, because a lot of it, like, we know for a fact, because Craig Stump said it, basically, that they scheduled to go, Atascocita scheduled to go to Allen last year because they wanted to be the team to beat the streak. To, to, to knock off Allen for the first time at Allen Eagle Stadium. That was, in many respects, especially for a Houston area team, the prize. Like, that was the prize to, to, to go up to DFW and take down the DFW power. I do wonder, now that they've got two losses uh, with to Bosco and to, uh, and, and, and to Atascocita, I do wonder if maybe the shine on that particular... Uh, you know, is uh, achievement is going to wear off a little bit. I mean, certainly they're still like seven hundred and two at home or something like that. But I do wonder if, if that's going to come off a little bit. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe because because of that. But because uh, you talked about with the task of Cita doing it. I mean, you know, for for those of us who are Star Wars nerds, I mean, yeah, it's General Grievous, you know, collecting lightsabers, you know, knocking off Jedi's. I mean, it, it's 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 some of that. There's some collection status to it. But again, I do believe that it's going to be something uh over time that you say, okay, well they yeah, they beat them all teams. All teams at some point become vulnerable a night or two or a few more, even at home. So it'll be a little more normalized, I think, over time. But again, that doesn't mean that Allen is going to fall off the edge of the earth either. 
You made a Star Wars reference, and Mallory Hartley was nodding furiously from her producer chair. Um, Love Star Wars. It is. Uh, it's. It. We're talking with Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. If you're on Texas football today, you can involve the conversation. The hashtag. That was episode two, by the way. That was Attack of the Clones, by the way. <laughs> uh, on I love to, it. So on to week. On to week uh, two, and the meanest thing we do to one another, and that is to uh, to force you to choose one game, and I will give you. I'll give you three options, and I'm I'm going to. I'll include one that you gave me. One of them okay. is you can go to Austin Westlake versus Converse Judson, which is a very interesting game. Oh, Mallard just raised her hand. That's where I'll be. You can go to Katie and Atascacita, or I'll give you a, we got to find a small school game. Or you can go to mm, you can go to Wall and Cisco. Those are your three cho- cho- choices. I'll give you a fourth. Actually, you can go to Grandview Malakoff. Mm. Those are your those are your four choices, but you got to teleport to one of them. Which one? Speaking of shine that came off of one program just a little bit because Glenn Rose, obviously, at a higher level, knocking off Grandview. But what do we say? You and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Grandview of Malakoff, what are they meeting for the 13th time in four years or something like that? I mean, it's it's. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> I'm going to look that up right it, now. <laughs> it's crazy how much they play. And, and you know, you didn't include the one that I would have given you and I probably would have gone with. You know, Westbrook mm-hmm. Jones. Uh, you got number one in the state versus number the four in the state in 1A Division One Six. man. I think that is really, really good. But you also pointed out when you selected on my show, when you selected Westlake Judson, uh, we'll find out a little more about both of those teams this week. Westlake was a little bit sluggish out of the gate. I'm curious to hear what's Co- what Coach Salazar has to say about that when he joins us tomorrow on the show. He comes in studio every week just like Todd Dodge before him because they do everything at Westlake like Todd Dodge before them. So um, I'm curious to see what he says about that and what Mark Soto did at Judson and then get involved in a great game like that. And, and, and Pickle knows all about that, the way that that, that thing rolled out. I think it's a, it'll be a lot of fun. That's, that should be a, a, a really fun matchup. It is the seventh meeting between Malakoff and Grandview since 2018. Jeez. So they, uh, they have <laughs> gotten to know each other, they, which, is, which is strange because, like, they, they're in the same, like, if it's a big woods, then they're in the same neck of the woods. You know what I mean? Like, if the entire state is the woods, then they're, like, kind of close. But, like, Malakoff— They are on opposite ends of the Enchanted Forest, I'm telling you. They're, yeah. they're, they're way out there. You would have to— You'd have to road trip it a little bit, but they've gotten comfortable with one another and 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 playing one another. And and most of the time, it's a good game. Yeah. So so I'm all for those those kinds of games. Who knows? Maybe Grandview Malakoff ultimately transitions into USC Notre Dame. You know, it's two college programs from disparate parts of the nation that gather together every year, and it's become a big rivalry game. Who knows? Maybe that happens Could someday. Happen. Could happen. He's Craig White. He's a Texas High Football Hall of Famer. Uh, of course, listen to him on the horn in Austin every weekday. And you can see him back in studio, back on the back in the saddle on High School Scoreboard Live, 11 o'clock Friday night on Bally Sports Southwest alongside myself and Aaron Hardigan. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend. And I will see I, I, you. Go ahead. I will leave, I'll leave, you, I'll leave you with this. Do you, did you like the, the reference I made when we were going over the games to select for shooting and and uh, and our producer Patrick Madrosky listed. Uh, I forgot who it even was. Was playing Frederick Oklahoma, and I said, "Well, Frederick, 
just played Wellington last week, and Wellington beat them 8-6. They must have got a three-run walk-off homer, you know, or something like that to win that 8-6. But we got another Texas team going up north of the border to play Frederick this week. Noted Dodgers fan, Craig Way. Uh, you guys have been having a lot of walk-off homers lately. They're 89-58, and 58, Tab. 89-58. and 58. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. We'll see you Friday. Hey, excuse me. 89. No, no. I'm, I'm wrong. 89-38. and 38. They're 51 above 500. Go Dodgers. We'll see you on Friday, Craig. Go Dodgers. <laughs> there he goes. Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joins every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. He, he, and this is true, and I'll just call him, it's not his fault. We just haven't been able to schedule it. He owes me dinner. He owes my wife and I dinner because no when the, um, remember in 2020, they played the World Series in a neutral site in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my brother and I were able to acquire tickets, which when then we were, um, Let's just say they were more investment properties than they were, um, you know, enjoyment properties. If that uh-huh. makes sense. But Craig's a big Dodgers fan, Dodgers and Rays, and so I like I cut Craig a deal on some World Series tickets to go watch the World Series, and I said, I said, I said, pay me, basically, I was like, pay me face for the tickets, and then you also owe me and my wife dinner sometime. So uh, where are you gonna go? There's, I don't know. I'm gonna make him make him pay for it. Oh we're gonna go God. to like. We're gonna go. You know where we're gonna go? Bob's Chicken Express. Chicken. Ah, you can't. And now, I'm if, get, if you if you if you put Bob's and Chicken Express bags. in okay. front of me, that's a hard choice. Oh yeah. That's a hard choice because I love the carrot at Bob's, but man, nothing beats those chicken strips. Do you love chicken fried okra. Thanks, Craig. Why? We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Mallory, can we talk about the Dairy Max built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week? I guess. Would you mind? Yeah. Dairy Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up again this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches across the state for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the, assistant coach of the Year decided at season's end. If you have an assistant coach you want to nominate, you can nominate at texasfootball.com. The four nominees for the week one, Dairy Max, Bill Pike, Talking Milk, Assistant Coach of the Week, Houston CE King Offensive Coordinator Aaron Kesey. The Panthers averaged a staggering 15 yards per play, and Keith Willis ran for 201 yards, three scores. The CE King drubbed state-ranked Crosby 63-7. to Big game this week gets Allen. That's a lot of yards. El Paso Del Valle Defensive Coordinator Kevin Butler. The Conquistadors held rival El Paso Burgess at just 63 yards of total offense and pitched its first shutout since 2018 with a 56-0 Week 1 romp. Burke Burnett, offensive coordinator Bo Boyd, paced by quarterback Hunter McCall's 352 yards and six touchdowns through the air. The Bulldogs ring up 608 total yards of offense in their 62-34 win over Bridgeport. And finally... Hitchcock offensive coordinator Gino Gutierrez facing state-ranked power Refurio. The Bulldogs defense was up to the challenge, stifling the Bobcats in a 49-12 victory. So those are your week one Dairy Max built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Vote now on Twitter at DCTF. Or TikTok, I suppose. You can probably vote on TikTok. Can you vote on TikTok? Is that a thing? Is there I think you can on do TikTok? polls on TikTok. Maybe we should start one. Just do a poll. Be like, should should we have more Mallory? Yes or no? 
please vote no. Hashtag <laughs> I demand Mallory. No. Get a trending. No. I demand Mallory. I demand Hartley. Threads. I demand, I demand Hartley. Hartley. I demand Hartley. <laughs> All right. Uh, Malpal. I don't know if... Did you know there was some football that went on last weekend? I thought it was baseball. Well, there was that too. This is... We're getting confused. Okay. There was some football across the state, and there were big plays all across yeah. the state. In fact, uh, you know, we, we, what, what we love is whenever you guys send in your, your plays to us, uh, that hashtag uh, DCTF top 10, um, and, and you send us those plays. We gather them all up, and then we sift through them. We have a very specific formula that comes up with the excellence. Like, we look take a look at, like, top end speed. We take a look at, like, if it was a leaping catch, like, how high did he leap? We measure it out. We, we use all mm-hmm. this really intricate software to come up with the Dave Campbell's Texan Live top 10 plays of the week presented by our friends at Body Armor. Here they are for week one, the Body Armor, DCT, DCTF, Dave Campbell's Texan Live top 10 plays of the week. Five-point lead for Tom Ball Memorial. Went up to Hill. Hill breaks out of the tackle, stays on its feet. Hill still going for the touchdown. Uh, tailback position to his left. Little bubble screen set up, completed this time, and flipped over, end over end, ball oh, on the ground. They're oh, going to no. call it a fumble. Patashasita still has it on their feet. Oh, this is going to be a scoop and score to the house. Touchdown, Eagles. Right side, Jackson lined up to the right here, fan. Here's the snap, draws back, good protection. Now have to roll to the right side, a little bit of pressure, looking for someone, has to throw up a prayer, and that one, did he catch the football? Yes, he did! What a catch by Elam, over on the sideline. Upton in the pitch out to Nelson, is looking to throw. Upfield, wide open, finds his man, Mason Simmons. And he will score, touchdown, Brinkley. Little swing pass to Payne. He's got room. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Dallas Payne. A handoff on the inside. Oh, and a little juke, and he's going to break free. He's got one man to beat at the 30. Can he catch him at the 20? And he's going to be able to dive for the touchdown. Unbelievable. it is dave campbell's texan live top 10 plays of the week from week one if you've got a game or if you got a play that you've got that you want to submit for the dave campbell's texan live top 10 plays of the week use hashtag dctf top 10 uh, and tag us on twitter instagram and tiktok i'm and just gonna keep TikTok. doing that can you tag on tiktok 
you can. Is that a thing? Yes, absolutely. How sure? Of course. I am sure because I've tagged Dave Campbell's and stuff before. Oh, that's very nice. One last thing to do, Pickle, and that is Pickle. I did it. I did it. I did it. (laughs) You know what? We got 38 minutes in, and I just finally did it. That's good enough. Sorry. good enough. It's a compliment because the show is so well produced. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to honor one football coach in each classification with the Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies the best in Texas high school football. Your week one. Dave Campbell's Texas football coach of the week. In 6A, Glenn Mangold from New Braunfels. Coach Mangold's squad went into their Thursday night opener as heavy underdogs against the number two team in the state in five of Division One. Denton Ryan. The Unicorns trailed 33-14 late in the third quarter, but the New Bron- but New Braunfels rattled off 20 straight points and thwarted a late Ryan comeback attempt with an interception to stun the state with a 34-33 win. In 5A, Kendall Miller from Frisco Emerson. Trailing 24-13 entering the fourth quarter, Coach Miller's Mavericks in their first varsity game rallied with 21 fourth quarter points to send the game to overtime where Emerson would prevail 41-34 over Dallas Hillcrest and earn the first win in program history. Congratulations to Emerson. In 4A, Casey Walraven from Alvarado. They say coming home can be tough, but Alvarado alum Casey Walraven squad dazzled in their debut as Alvarado stunned heavily favored Springtown 41-7 to open the 2022 season. In 3A, Alton Dixon from Crockett. Coach Dixon's Bulldogs quietly had one of the most impressive wins in the state on Friday night as Crockett knocked off state-ranked Marlin 48-31 to open the 2022 season 1-0. In 2A, Daniel Purvis from Cross Plains. After tragically losing one of their players in a car accident, Coach Purvis's Cross Plains squad played with heavy hearts to open the season, and the Buffaloes, who have dedicated the season to the memory of Ryan Hopkins, played inspired football, knocking off Winters 40-14 to open the year. In 1A, Julian Menchaca from Vernon Northside. In his debut with the Indians, Menchaca uh, made the, his presence felt in a big way, helping the Indians to a 58-6 win over Patton Springs and snapping the program's 16-game losing streak in the process. And finally, in the private school ranks Jay Patterson from Austin St. Stephens. The Spartans came out of the gates white hot in week one, smothering powerhouse Marble Falls Faith 66-20 to kick off their TAIAO Division I state title defense. So there they are, your week one. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Glenn Mangle from New Braunfels. In 5A, Kendall Miller from Frisco Emerson. In 4A, Casey Walraven from Alvarado. In 3A, Alton Dixon from Crockett. In 2A, Daniel Purvis from Cross Plains. In 1A, Julian Menchaca from uh, Vernon Northside. And in the private school ranks, Jay Patterson at Austin St. Stephens. Congratulations to all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for your players, schools, and communities. And with that, let's go over to Terrific Producer. Mallory Harley for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Um, let's see. We've got Revoke football tomorrow. Yeah, you guys are in. Uh, uh, it's in, two ROF season. It is two ROF season. So you guys so. do Wednesday. <laughs> okay, you guys do Wednesday and um and and Sunday. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you have WTF on Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Um, you're you're just a podcast producing fool over here. Yeah. Um, I'm. A, I'll be hosting WTF on what, Thursday, ooh. so I'm. I'm kicking to, okay. to get prepared for that. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. And let me tell a story, a funny story. Okay. So um, we track metrics around here. Yeah. We track metrics. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and so and so like what we do is we have a we have a number that's like the 30 day rolling average of downloads for our podcast and by the way we want to thank you for subscribing to this podcast and to republic yes. football and to wtf and step and step because we do track it and they've shown exponential growth and it's been fun we wouldn't mm-hmm. do this for people if people weren't listening and so we appreciate you listening so there's that so we were looking through the the data and like the number of downloads for tft pretty good I thought the number for WTF in its infancy, pretty, pretty darn good. good. Yep. Pretty darn good. Uh, Tap and Step, even though it's a premium podcast, good numbers, less than others because it's, it's for subscribers only, but less than others. Texas 24 was good. Texas 24, very solid, especially for the offseason. Yes, I thought it was very, really very good. good. And then we got to ROF. We got to Republic <laughs> of Football. And the number, I don't mind telling you what the number was because the number was like, 238 downloads or something. No, yeah. What was it? It was 238, but you didn't say how much the other ones were for the other ones. I'll just say this so, to put it into perspective. The lowest one was in like the low tens of thousands. And it was like 14,000. Yeah. And it was WTF. Like, no, uh, Tepid Steps lower. Oh, 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 okay. It's like around 10 to 12,000 like, oh, downloads right. okay, over, the week, over, over the 30 days. Right? That was the worst one. And, <laughs> and for following a football, we showed like 238 238 and like craven i get a slack message from craven on it was it was a slack message from craven to me and ish on on like it was right before the meeting yesterday the staff meeting yeah. and he goes these numbers are bad bad i don't know what to do because i don't know if i'm gonna come in today i don't know if i have a like, job i don't have a job anymore uh, it, it turns so, out that it was a glitch dropped. in the it was a glitch in the, the tracking software and instead it had like yeah. 160 times as many views yeah. it ended like up being that. okay but man when i tell you my heart dropped when i saw it those numbers it was bad very funny <laughs> i was like i saw that because i was scrolling through because will our our digital director Kind of sends out an email every week, and she's like, "Hey, go, you know, hey, you know, website TexasFootball.com did great last weekend, stuff like that." And then it was like rolling through the podcast, and I'm like, "Oh, good numbers for TFT, good numbers for for WT. Oh, well, that's really good for WTF for for just being so new." And then it was like, "What? <laughs> like, it was it was so low that it was like it had to be a mistake." You know what the funniest part was? So Will usually sends those numbers maybe an hour before the yeah. staff meeting or something, but he sent those Sunday night. Yeah. And so Craven was like, I woke up like three times that night <laughs> before coming into work and complimenting. Because the thing is, like, imagine over 30, <laughs> over 30 days, you guys have probably put out, like, say, six podcasts, right? Over the last 30 days. Yeah, fair? yeah, because we just have just done one. Yeah, let's just say third, <laughs> six podcasts. Like, imagine if those six podcasts were actually <laughs> averaging, like, 39 listeners. That at that point, I hate to like. I love you guys. That's not worth doing. <laughs> no, that well, that's what he said too. He was like, I don't think it's even worth coming into work tomorrow. I'm putting in my two weeks, and I was like, Well, we're out of a college football insider here. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's good news for us. Good. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day that's with us. Good. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Craig Way, Texas Football Hall of Famer, for being our guest. For Mallory Hartley, hashtag I demand. And Hartley. I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young, please get your player of your trophy. We'll see you tomorrow with Greg Powers for this week in recruiting on Text Football Today.